Happy, happy, happy new year. 2023 is here with us. It's a brand new year, brand new day, and a brand new month. We are expecting great and wonderful things from God this year. Once again, my name is Pastor Daniel Yeboa, Lightweight Church of God in Christ, Arena of Religion Breakthrough. We are coming to you from the city of Redlands, Southern California, United States of America. We are sure have locations in Ghana. And if you are interested, if you're watching us from Ghana, you could go to our online uh, site and, uh, and we have information there to direct you to go and fellowship and serve at the locations God has used us to plan in Ghana. God bless you. And also I will remind us that we have communion. This is communion Sunday. And it's very prophetic. So get your elements together that we are having a dinner with Almighty God um, for what the Son has done, and that it will be a mark and a foundation of all that God will do in our lives, all that we are expecting in 2023. So get you a cup of water, juice will work. Um, a bread or cracker, cookie, anything that's made out of flour will work. And when it's time to uh, uh, do the, the observe communion ordinance, we are going to commit it into the hands of God, ask the power of the Holy Spirit to cleanse it and translate it into the rare elements that God spiritually has uh, prescribed to observe communion. We thank God for his word. Hallelujah. Let us go into prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory, all the honor. We bless your name for blessing us one more time with another year, brand new year. It wasn't by our strength. It wasn't by our own wisdom. It wasn't by our own imagination. It wasn't by our own abilities but by your mercy, your grace, and your favor. You have blessed us. You have ushered us into another year, Lord, and we know you are going to do what your word says in our lives, that every prophecy will materialize by your spirit leading and guiding us. Lord God, we ask that you will, you will release your presence to go with us, even as you led the people of Israel, when they came out of the land of bondage and captivity in it, your way says you led them with a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. And you assign an angel also to lead them and guide them through the trenches, through the the the, the the valleys of the shadow of death. Father, we are asking that you bless us this year with your presence, your spirit. Let your anointing fall on us as ever before. Give us, O oh Lord, the ancient of discernment to descend and that we will not fall into the trash of our enemies. Lord, fill this service with your anointing, your power, divinely assign your people to come and hear what thou sayest, the Lord. Let the word bless your people, shave souls unto you today. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, heal the sick today of diabetes, sickness, disease, and infirmity by your word. Psalm 107, verse 19 to 20. And Lord, deliver us from bondage and captivity. Release your breakthrough and that our cup will overflow this year. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. I have a word for us entitled, Cultivating the Presence of God. We have entered a brand new year. And if things are going to work for us as we expect, and if it all is going to go well for us as we expect, it starts with God. Hallelujah. And so this, this, this first uh, Sunday of the year, which is also the first day of the year. If there's anything that we should desire for greatly, it should be the presence of God. 
Hallelujah. And so I have a series for us, and um, we're going to cover the whole month talking about the presence of God so that we know the importance of it and that we will abide in his presence. We will abide in his presence. Say with me, I will abide in the presence of God. I will abide in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Let's look at our foundation scripture. Psalm 139 verse, Psalm 139 verse 6 to 12. It says, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. It, it is high. I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take my wings of the morning and dwell in the outermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light about me. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you. But the night shines as the day. The darkness and the light are both like you. Hallelujah. And so what will come into uh, into mind will be the, the God's omnipresence. And this means God is everywhere at the same time. Even though we, 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 it, 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 it's always there even when the awareness is not. So we have to be in the knowing that God is everywhere. He said in the beginning, hallelujah, the, spirit, the, the, the whole earth was without void. But the spirit of God hovered upon the surface of the earth. So the Spirit of God has always been part of us. The prayer and the, it, it, it commands the presence of God when we when we practice it, when we when we want to experience it. It has already been here, and it was the creation force that created the heavenish and the earth. So His Holy Spirit indwells believers at all times, right? God's spirit is in us at all times. God created us and therefore left a void in us that we could connect with him by his spirit. God's manifest presence, so we are looking at God's omnipresence and God's manifest presence is when God chooses to reveal or manifest himself in our lives. God chooses to reveal or manifest himself in our life. And this is when we encounter a miracle, when we encounter a special, a special time with God. It is not something that is, is experienced always. It's when God chooses. And now why that does it feel like God is fire, or sometimes it feel like God is not here now. God has gone into hiding. If God is present everywhere, why do I sometimes feel he is very far away? Hallelujah. But during such times, we need to understand the difference between God's omnipresence and God's manifest presence. So, when you feel like that, know that he, the promise has been given by his word. He will not leave us or forsake us. Let's look at Exodus chapter 28, verse 15. As uh, Jacob had an encounter with God, fleeing the, uh, the, the fear of his brother, Esau. He said, Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. And will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. 
In Exodus chapter 3, verse 26 says, And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire. Who is that? Moses. His first encounter with God, where he was going to be given the assignment to be the deliverer that delivered the people of Israel from over 400 to 430 years being in bondage and slavery in the land of Egypt. When he will receive the assignment, he was at a place uh, uh, attending to his father-in-law's ship. Didn't even know the presence of God was there. It says, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked, and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this grace why the bush does not burn. <clears throat> so when the Lord saw that, he turned aside to look. To look, when we give God our attention, we will experience his presence. God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Then he said, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look unto God. Hallelujah. And you could read for yourself Daniel chapter 3, verse 24 to 25, Matthew chapter 14, verse 22 to 27, and we see Jesus uh, 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 appearing to his disciples when they had taken off and were far away. But the, the word of the Lord in Matthew chapter 14, verse 22, 27. If we could just look at them, the 23, is it? And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray, to refill. Now when evening came, he was alone there. But the boat was not in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking in the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. The Lord was with them. And in the time of, of, of trouble, and he manifested his presence. So we see the promise that was given of God's presence to Jacob first at Genesis chapter 20, verse 15. And then Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 says, Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be content with wherever you find yourself because the Lord is with you. And if you cultivate and, and, and be in the sense of that awareness, God will meet you at the point of your knees. So we should not allow the killing, stealing, destruction around us cause us to doubt whether God is present and working in our lives. We should not look at the atrocities of the enemy. We should not look at the confusion. We should not look at the destruction, killing and stealing and doubt that God is present and working in our life. Beloved, the storms of life do not deny his presence, but provide opportunities to prove his presence. I repeat one more time. The storms of life do not deny God's presence, but provide opportunities to prove his presence. So do not run away from God when you are in trouble, but run to him 
whatever situation you find yourself, and that his presence will prove that he is with you. So the issue is how practicing the presence of God. It is one thing to take comfort in the promises of God's presence, but it is greater thing to live and walk in his presence by choosing to align ourselves with his purpose. When we choose to align ourselves with the purpose of God, then we walk in the greater magnitude of his presence. Hallelujah. We experience his, his, his glory. We experience his anointing. We experience his power. And we experience miracles, signs, and wonders. When we align, we choose. You are to choose to align yourself with God's purpose. And so Exodus chapter 33, verse 13 to 23, Moses said, let's read it. Now therefore I pray, if I find grace in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight. And consider that this nation is your people. And he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. <clears throat> so when the presence of God is with us, we obtain rest. We rest in and we receive a deeper rest in the certain chambers of our soul. Then he said to him, if your presence does not go with us, <clears throat> this is Moses requesting and making sure, even though as God has already told him, you see how he means that. If, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. And where they were, in the middle of the wilderness, and the, the purpose being there was to go to the promised land. So Moses said, well, if we are not again assured of your presence going with us, because why is Moses wanting to be assured the presence of God gave them victory when they left the land of Egypt and as experiencing Pharaoh's mighty army being destroyed in the middle of the sea and us walking on dry land, hallelujah, victory, and also uh, 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 the, the bitter waters of Meribah becoming sweet. Hallelujah. God has met them with great signs, wonders, and miracles. So with that experience, <clears throat> every person will want to be assured that this same presence and glory is going to be with me this journey I'm taking. This journey we are taking in 2023. We want to be assured that the presence of God is going to be with us through this journey of 2023. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight? To know that you have found grace is to know that the presence of God is with you. Except you go with us, so we shall be what? Separate. So this is what's going to separate us from what everybody else in the world is doing, will be determined by the presence of God with us. Will be determined by the presence of God with us. It will separate us from the world. And so all that will be happening in the world, we are going to experience God's victory. So when there is lack, when there's difficult, when there's challenges, when there's killing, stealing destructions, the presence of God will separate us from that of the world. And we shall stand up experiencing his grace. Your people and I from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. Your presence will separate us from everybody else on the surface of the earth. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken. For you have found grace in my sight. And I know you by name. And he said, please show me your glory. Then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. 
and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I will be compassionate on whom I have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face, for no man shall see me and live. And the Lord said, here is a place by, by, a place by me, and you shall stand on the rock. So it shall be while my glory passes by that I will put you in the cliff of the rock and will cover you with my hand while I pass by. Then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. As we experience 2023, I'm speaking to your heart. The presence of God begins with his favor. It is only because of his kindness and grace that we make fellowship with him possible. So it is when the grace and the mercy of God is with us, that we will be able to have sweet fellowship with God. And his presence will be manifested and abide with us as we experience 2023. So if we are going to be successful and experience that God has for us this year, then we need to know how to cultivate his presence. We need to know how to cultivate his presence. If every promise we have received, at prophecies we have received, will manifest, we need to know how to cultivate his presence. Because when the presence is with us, then all these things we will receive from the presence. Hallelujah. And that's the glory, the power, the anointing of God. When Israel left Egypt, what made a difference in their journey is God's presence with them 24-7. The presence of God with them 24-7. And that's what Moses was what, what, had, had experienced and was asking God to be there. I, even as they experienced him in the beginning of their journey in the wilderness. Let's look at Exodus chapter 13, verse 20 to 22. It says, So they took their journey from Sukkoth and camped in Etam at the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light. So as to go by day and night, they were traveling by day and night with no uh, uh, artificial light. But God provided the light and the guidance through his presence leading them. He did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire by night from before the people. That is what God's spirit did. And so we see the outcome of this. When Pharaoh chose to change his mind and chase after them due to what he has lost. Hallelujah. It was not pretty. It was not pretty for them. It was not pretty for them. Let's go to um, Exodus chapter 14, verse 18 to 31. It said, then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. When I have gained honor for myself over Pharaoh, his chariots and his horsemen, then the, and the angel of God, who went before the camp of Israel, moved and went behind them, and the pillar of cloud went from before them and stood behind them. So it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel, separated them, that it was a cloud and darkness to the one, and it gave light by night to the other, so that the one did not come near the other all that night until they got to the promising. The Lord's Spirit was with them and made sure they were separated, and Pharaoh could not catch up with them. Hallelujah. When Pharaoh caught, I mean, caught up with them, it was in the middle of the Red Sea, and the people have already. The last person had already crossed into the other side. Ah, glory be to God. And that is exactly what God is going to do for us concerning our, our journey in 2020, 20, 
2023 and the attack and the assignment of our enemies. Hallelujah. That's powerful. Then Moses stretched out his, his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea into dry land, and the waters were divided. So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground, and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. And the Egyptians pursued and went after them into the midst of the sea, all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. Now it came to pass in the morning watch that the Lord looked down, the Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians through the pillar. Where did the Lord look down from? Through the pillar. The Lord did not just look straight. He looked through. It's powerful. The pillar of fire and cloud. And he troubled the army of the Egyptians. And he took up their chariot wheels so that they drove them with difficulty. They drove them what? With difficulty. I pray that this year, the large presence and the power of God over you will cause the, 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 the change of your enemy to be disrupted and make it difficult for your enemy to catch up with you, catch up with you in your vision, catch up with you in, in, in your business, catch up with you in your family life, in your relationship, catch up with you in your relationship with God, catch up with you in your relationships and your finance, your job, your career, your health. That the power of the Holy Ghost and the presence of God around you make it difficult for the enemy of your soul to catch up with you. Glory be to the name of the Lord. And the Egyptians said, let us flee from the face of Israel for the Lord's fight for them against the Egyptians. It will be a sign that the Most High God is with you. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea that the waters may come back upon the Egyptians, on their chariots and on their horsemen. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And when the morning appeared, the sea <coughs> turned to its full death, while the Egyptians were fleeing into it. So the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Then the waters returned and covered the chariots, the horsemen and all the army of Pharaoh, that came into the sea after them. Not so much as one of them remained, but the children of Israel had walked on dry land into the midst of the sea, and the waters were a wall to them, their right hand and on their left. So the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Thus Israel saw the great work which the Lord done in Egypt. So the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. Hallelujah. That the presence of God and the victory is gonna, is gonna bring into every area of our life will bring a fear of the Lord in you and that you will believe that in the God and Jesus are alive in your life. But we look at that if uh, uh, Moses wrote, <clears throat> operated at the command of the Lord. So which means if the presence and the spirit of God <clears throat> and God is not authorizing Moses or Moses seeking permission to use that rod uh, uh, from God, the rod will be what? An ordinary rod. It will be an ordinary rod. Hallelujah. But with the authorization of God, that rod performed shines wonders and miracles. Beloved, I am with you, I'm giving you an assignment <clears throat> how to cultivate the presence of God. I have three points for you. One, be in consistent awareness of His presence so that we will be filled with His love. When we feel the love of God, it is we know 
the presence is around us. Two, we should establish ourselves in the sense of God's presence by consistently communing with him, having a consistent communication with God. This could be done by preventing our minds to be occupied with trivial matters, trivial matters, stuff that are not important, and also by meditating on the Word of God in our hearts. Meditating on the Word of God in our hearts. Three, we should feed and nourish our souls with high thoughts of God. High thoughts of God. Which yield us great joy and devotion with Him. If your heart are consistently nourished and fed with high thoughts of God, it will yield you great joy and devotion with Him. Why devotion? The thoughts of God constantly will increase your desire to want to have fellowship with Him. How would you want to have this fellowship? Through studying and meditating on the Word of God, being in prayers. How can you love somebody and have fellowship with them without talking to them? Hallelujah. And doing what the Word of God says so that we will walk in the Spirit. Walking in Spirit means doing what the Word of God says. And the outcome will be experiencing power which will bring victory. Experiencing power which will bring victory. Let's look at Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. It said, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will what? make your way what? prosperous, and then you will have what? good success. You will what? make your way prosperous this year. If things are going to work out for us. We're going to experience great victories and the promises of God. It will be by constant communication with him, filling our mind, our thought, our heart with his word, meditating over his word and doing it. Hallelujah. Doing it. God bless you. Hallelujah. Lift you out in prayers. Now ask that the grace and the mercy of God locate you this hour. As we have entered 2023, the presence of the Lord go with you everywhere you are. God manifests himself on you, in your life, every area of your life, your finances, your relationships, your education, your business, your vision. God manifests his presence with you so that you will obtain victory. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. Beloved, we thank God. This is the time of communion, but we, we, have, to, we have to make sure we are saved. So I'm going to extend uh, 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 the salvation prayer. And we, the word of the Lord says, it is appointed for man to die. The reason for the communion, you have to be saved to partake in the communion. Because the reason why we are observing the communion is to remember always what he did for us. His, his birth, his burial, his resurrection, and his ascension. And that it reminds us that he is alive. He is alive. And is always in our mess. Hallelujah. But the assignment of the cross was also to give us eternal life, life here on earth, and life after death. So if you're going to experience eternal glory being with Christ and God, where you ought to be, as it was in the beginning with Adam and then before the fall of man, which is in paradise with Jesus and God, then you have to be saved. Hallelujah. You said, Pastor, I've never heard of the name Jesus. Or you have always turned your back when Jesus was being 
presented to you. This is a great time, a great opportunity to be saved so that you enjoy life now. And if you are called to be with your maker, you also stand to enjoy eternal glory. It is appointed for man to die and there is judgment after death. And the world loses the question for the judgment to determine if you are going to be in heaven or hell is that what did you do with Jesus? What did you do with Jesus? I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. I believe that you are the son of God. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and personal savior. And I'll serve you, dear Jesus, for the rest of my life. Hallelujah. I declare you saved. It's the first time you're saying this prayer and you said it in sincerity by faith, trusting and believing that indeed you are saved by the name of Jesus. Then you are saved because many say this prayer and do not believe in it. Now the wonderful punish your name has been written in the Lamb's book of life. And multitude of angels are also rejoicing in the heavens. Hallelujah. Because now God has won the victory over Satan. Revelation chapter 20 verse 15 says, There's a book in heaven, the book of life in heaven, that the names of those who have come to accept salvation by the name of Jesus Christ are and they walk in righteousness. So it's not just you just get saved and you, you, you walk away and live like the devil himself and then you want to be rewarded with heaven. It says, where is man for Satan and his followers demons and those that he used as agents is the lake of fire and it's not man for human beings. Hallelujah. And there will be torment till forever and ever and ever. Hallelujah. God bless you. I want to hear from you. Send us information. Our, uh, uh, our system of communication is in, the, in, in front of the screen. Hallelujah. Send us an email that you got shaped. And we will pray for you. And if you need any material, lightweightchurch.com is the right uh, place to send us uh, 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 the information that you are shaped. So that we will in turn will send you materials to help you with your faith and your salvation. Also, find your Bible and read the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and it will speak to you about Jesus you have received in your heart. What, 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 he, what he meant, what he did for us, hallelujah, when he was in our midst, even as he seated at the right hand side of the Father, the hand of power interceding for you and I. God be with you as you have been saved. Well, it's time for communion. It says everyone should set their heart, set around their spirit, their soul. There's anything that is, you know, you have offenses, you, you are holding uh, grudges, you're holding on forgiveness, you are holding past pain, jealousy, envy, all this stuff in our heart will, uh, prevents us from being part of this communion. So ask God to forgive you of your sins and purge you of these things that I've made mention of. And set your heart right to have communion with him. This is a spiritual exercise. This is not a religious activity. It's a spiritual exercise. And the essence of it is to save souls to Christ is that they be delivered, those that are unsaved be delivered, be healed, accept Christ in your heart and follow Christ. This is the purpose of this. It's not a, a religious activity we perform. Hallelujah. And so you might question why we are doing it online and not in a church building. If that's the issue, if it's a spiritual activity, then it could be done, as he said, do this as often as you do it in remembrance, which means you could do it anywhere. 
Hallelujah. As often as you do it in remembrance of my death. Let's look at the foundation scripture. Get your uh, communion element. If you observe this after the service, in the future, you could always do it. You could always follow the pathway that we are we are presenting and have communion with God anytime, 24-7, in your house. Hallelujah. Get your communion element. Get the bread. Get a cup of water set aside. We're going to pray and sanctify. Let us pray right now and ask the power of God to sanctify our communion element. Father, every element, every cup of water, juice, or, 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 or the communion one is being used. Every bread that is representing the communion bread is our. Let your mighty power sanctify. Bless it. We lift it up unto you. Release your power. Change it into the spiritual elements to absorb communion with you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 to 27. And I want you to um, take the bread. It says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So take it. Hallelujah. Let us take it. Thank God and eat. Because it is representing God's body that was broken. And when it was broken, as you eat this bread, everything that is holding you in bondage and captivity is broken in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come into the hands of God. Begin to pray. As the power of God move in your life, every area of your life, and begin to break and destroy. Just as the body of Jesus was broken on the cross, that anything, the power that came out of the broken body of God, of Jesus, Begin to destroy everything holding you in bondage and captivity. That your needs will be met. Present every need unto God. Father, we thank you for this new year. That you will meet us at the point of our needs, both spiritual and physical. Our healing needs. Our needs of provision and supply. Our needs of deliverance. Our needs of peace, calmness, and tranquility in our relationships. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Let's take the cup or your wine or your juice. Verse 25 says, In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as up as you drink it in remembrance of me. But check this out. Check this out. As of for as often as as often as you uh, as often as you do this, Hallelujah. Let's lift the cup up, drink the cup. I said for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till He comes. It reminds us that He said He will come again. And that those that live in righteousness will go with him to the Father's house, which is heaven. Hallelujah. The blood, there's power in the blood. There's healing, deliverance, breakthrough, release, protection in the blood. I should drink this cup. The power of the Holy Ghost change the chemistry of whatever the content of this cup is into the actual blood of Jesus, the power of the Holy Ghost mark you with the blood of Jesus. Mark your forehead with the blood of Jesus. Say, I mark my forehead with the blood of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus. Wherever the blood is, there is deliverance. When the last uh, event that delivered the people of Israel from bondage and captivity was the blood of the Lamb 
that God authorized them to paint in their doorpost. And that the angel of death was sent in the middle of the night. And he jumped every house whose doorpost was painted with the blood. But guess what? The enemy didn't know what was going on. The enemy didn't know the instruction that I've been given spiritually. I shall give you this instruction. That mark your forehead. Make a cross. Say, I mark my life, my life with the blood of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. And the Lord, the word of the Lord said, the angel of death came, jumped every house with the mark of the blood of Jesus and went into the houses of the Egyptians. And what happened? Killed every firstborn male, male child of the Egyptians. Every firstborn male animal of the Egyptians. The next day was all death. It was wailing, crying, and weeping. And Pharaoh said, come on, leave. Go. Go. Hallelujah. And the word of the Lord was fulfilled. Let my people go. Because anytime that Moses and Aaron appeared in the presence of Pharaoh, it was the same statement. The Lord said, let my people go. And the forces of darkness tormenting you and that has followed you into 2023, will let you go. Let you go. Where would they let you go? Let you go into your blessings. Let you go into your breakthrough. Let you go into your protect. Let you go into your provision and supply. Let you go into the great and mighty things God has for you this year. The enemy will let you go into provision and supply, into Signs, wonders, and miracles. Hallelujah. God bless you. God be with you this Sunday. The blood covers, I cover myself in the blood of Jesus. I cover my household, my children, my all that are connected, everything connected to me, I cover in the blood of Jesus. I speak healing, I speak deliverance, breakthrough, release, protection over your life. By the power that worketh in the blood of Jesus. God bless you. Hallelujah. I have a few announcements for us this hour. This is, if you want to sow your first day of the year of, of, the, of the man's seed. Hallelujah. And God commanded them to what? Give their first fruit. First fruit of everything that they were blessed with. And so that it was a commandment in, um, in, in the book of God, in the Bible. So it's the first fruit offering, it's, it, it's, it will be very, it will perform great miracles in your life. Hallelujah. Ask the Spirit of God to give you an amount to sow, to support the vision of Lightway Church of God in Christ. You are not giving to me. You're giving to the, into the vision that God has entrusted in our hands. Say, go here into the world and touch needs and save souls unto God and deliver and heal and bless. So this is what you are sowing into. Hallelujah. And as these needs in God's people's lives are met, God will also meet you at the point of your needs. You shall experience great signs, wonders, and miracles. Hallelujah. When Solomon gave a thousand sheep, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, I believe verse 6 to 7, the word of the Lord said, the angel God appeared to him in a dream. And God gave him blessing with riches and wisdom. And he became what? The richest king that ever lived, lived in our world. Hallelujah. I want you to lift up your seat up and I bless you, Father, as your people give unto your vision, your ministry, lightweight, church of God in Christ. We pray that you will meet them at the point of their needs. Your word in 
in Luke chapter, uh, Luke chapter 6, verse 38. You say, give and it shall be given unto us. Right, pressed down, running over, shaking, shall you cause men to give into our bosom. And your bosom is you. Your bosom is your finances. Your bosom is every area of your life that you are expecting God to meet you at the point of your need, to perform signs, wonders, and miracles. That is your bosom. Hallelujah. God bless you and pour into you as you give. Meet you at the point of your needs. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray. If you want to give, look on the screen. Our information to give, text to give, 833 901 2082. 833 901 2082. Or visit lightweightchurch.com. Lightweightchurch.com. These are one of the two areas you could give to support a, a prayer line, and if you want to be part of it, you could look at your uh, your time zone wherever you are in the world, and it's 9 a.m. Pacific time. And the number to dial in is 515-603-5632. 515-603-5632. Hallelujah. God is a prayer answering God. And when Jesus went to the temple, and the temple has turned into something else. He whooped them, turned things around, drove them out, and said, my house will be a house of prayer. He will sneak out and go and spend time with God in prayer every day after his busy schedule. Hallelujah. So spend time in prayer this year. We have our prayer line available for you. God bless you. And I also have a gift for you that is given. Go on to uh, our, 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 our online livewaycheck.com and download the ebook. Download the ebook for free, claiming victory over your times. So it will be a good guidance for you as we enter the new year, claiming victory over your time. God bless you. To meet again next Sunday. Bye bye. Pastor Daniel Obama, signing off.